2: With each mortgage-free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. Heroes that put their lives on the line for all of us, risking their lives for our country and our communities. These heroes need your help now more than ever. Help America's heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T, dot org. <laughs> what's going on, Philly? Back for another edition of Drunk on Broad. I am your host, Rich Conroy, joined alongside my co-host, Sir John Watt, of course the best producer in the in the land, in the area, in the web Oscar. Intro web. What? What's we going have, on, Philly? What's going on, guys? We have uh some some fun things to talk about. You yeah. know, we, we got some cool things going on. You know, the Flyers actually did something. Uh, thank you, Mike, from uh, Fired Up for breaking that news to me. That's that's Ooh. where I first saw it. And I'm like, oh, what happened? So Don's gonna get into that. But before that, we have to give a special shout out to our friends. I'm gonna throw it on there, Oscar. Our friends over at Fired Up. There's that jerk off Don. That's right. My boy. My boy who hates the first baseman. I only call him a jerk off because he hates first baseman, but he's a great guy. Great show. Tune into him on Mondays. Find their stuff on Apple and Spotify. Great dudes. But if you see, he's rocking the drunk on Broadshirt. What a good fucking guy. What a guy. Cheers to that. Boys over. Absolutely. fired up. Thank you, Dom. Thank you, Mike. The show last night was great. If you don't listen, like subscribe. And Nick is coming on as we speak. We'll throw that big bitch up there. What's up, brother? <laughs> no,
3: no, I was just going to uh, say it.
2: The goondocks hat. I love it. I love it. Nick, are you drinking chocolate milk or is that a smoothie? That, that, that's a smoothie. Oh, look at you, big dog. Look at that big cat. Oh, and also shout out to uh, Aunt Rosie and Uncle Bill for giving these dope ass dugout mugs. They are dope. Dude, this is that's the best true. thing ever. It's an engraved hollowed out baseball bat that I can drink beer from. So, gentlemen. Cheers. That is insane. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, I'm going to let Don handle some housekeeping uh, before we say hello and what's up to Nick. So, Don, we'll throw that up on the screen. Uh, Take it away there, brother. All
4: right. So what you're seeing here is – so these are some of the designs that you can find exactly where uh, Don found his his Drunk umbrella T-shirt design. Um, And you'll see uh, we've kind of taken some of the the sayings that are uh, notoriously – associated with the town and with the city and with the teams. Um, And we've kind of just embedded our logo in there. So, uh, you know, you can get this logo and any of those logos on pretty much anything. You can get it on maternity shirts. You can get it on hats, onesies, all sorts of, all sorts of good stuff. Um, And, you know, all of that uh, is something that will help us, uh, you know, cover cover costs of things like StreamYard, and but then also any anything that's in excess of that, we're able to, you know, at some point pick a pick a place to, you know, make it make a donation to and help out uh, some local causes. But you know, we've got the uh, we've got some some good stuff some good stuff on there, and uh, might I might say that you know this is probably one of our our fan favorites.
2: Gotta get Uncle Uncle Jack's. Uncle. You have to get gotta Uncle Jacks get- picture on something. It's it's the it's the only way possible. So get yeah. get your, get your drunk on broad stuff. And as real there Prince Blue says, Nick, we need to get your beard a Twitter handle. What's funny is I trimmed <laughs> it down for your
0: wedding, so it was even longer. It was like down here, but I said, you know what? I gotta look like
2: uh, someone presentable.
0: No, we need we need a uh, Nick's beard. It grows <laughs> fast, man. You know how it is, Rich. It grows like wildfire.
2: It does. Oh, there's. There's Sean, my cousin Sean. Fucking Uncle, Jim. exactly. Said, said Sean. Said, said, said. Gentlemen, we have a we have a fun show. But Don, I'm going to let you take over because you were the man with the plan. Nick, I'm going to let you talk about the Nets after this because I want to hear what's going on with that. But Don, please. What? The Flyers so, made a move.
4: They made a move. Um, and I got to tell you, they they basically they they. they- they took one of mark Zumoff's uh catchphrases and they turned a, they turned some garbage into gold they got themselves you know a guy who is going to be you know a top pair defenseman they you know they get ryan ellis from the from the predators uh and the last time you know they got somebody uh who was a you know a in late 20s early 30s defenseman from the preds it was a it was a guy that was you know a key cog for them for a while chemo teaming in so yeah, they only gave they they gave up Nolan Patrick, who was a guy who they you know was a guy who we discussed in, in the past couple of weeks, you know one of those failed number two overall picks, uh, who just never quite got it together, and you know, Nashville Nashville ends up spinning him and you know spinning him off to the to to Vegas. Um, he was you know,
3: doomed.
2: He was doomed from the jump. Yeah, I felt ah, oh, man, you're the number two pick, and you come up and you do absolutely nothing. You're going right. to get crucified. And then, he, of course, he had the, yeah, the head the injuries, injuries and the yeah. migraines. That doesn't help you out. But let's be real. Nolan Patrick was an absolute bust. Absolute yeah. bust for this team. And like he said, you know, sometimes it just takes a, a change of scenery. So I don't wish the guy well because he's not a flyer anymore. I don't care <laughs> what happens. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's bring on this season, baby. Yeah. So, um, what, do you, so what do you think of the defenseman?
4: So so I think now, you know, you you pair him with Provorov and you've now – you're securing the back end of that defense that was the biggest hole on this team last year. I feel like a lot of Carter Hart's struggles in net were due to the fact that he had no defense. I mean, we talked about the fact that he had, you know – 48 saves in a, like like 40 something no no goalie should have to have 40 plus saves um i just think that this is a move that is going to help them secure the back end of this bowl. the back end of the, bowl, the back end of this the, this D line um yeah and that's something else we'll talk about later but like but i also like the fact that they're rumblings that you know they they're, they're in the in the market for a guy like terasenko okay. from from the from the Blues. Nice. Um there there's talks that um that Seattle takes him and then spins him and, and trades him to the Flyers
2: for um, Voracek
4: so, for <laughs> Voracek, you know, to try to get that off the board you know to try, would try be to nice. get that. that would so be nice. um you know if if they can swap Voracek for Tarasenko, if Tarasenko gets picked but I think that's the if I'm and I don't, I don't know that I'll be tuning into the Kraken expansion draft. But if I'm paying attention to the guys that they've picked, if Tarasenko is a guy that they picked, um, there's a lot of noise out there that Seattle is not where he's gonna, where he's gonna stay. So
0: they can build a yeah. super team. Did you see the guys eligible for that team?
4: Ooh.
0: They can have a really good roster, man. Remember what happened right? in Vegas when Vegas came in oh, the league, yeah. They, they mm-hmm. took the league by storm. They've been in the playoffs ever since, man. Yep. Every year they make the playoffs. So like they they can go add carry price as their goalie. Like that's that's yep. who's eligible. So like you're gonna get you know, probably a potential Hall of Fame goalie to start as your franchise goalie, like Vegas did with uh you know Marc Andre Fleury. Right. It's like yep. you know, these guys come in and just make an impact. But you know it's funny about the Nolan Patrick thing, Rich, what? is that I didn't know much about like his full background, but you you know, me and your dad were talking for like an hour on Friday, yeah. and course. he was talking about it, and he's like, Well, Nolan Patrick is hockey royalty because his great his grandfather was like some legendary hockey player who's oh, like a really? Hall of Famer, apparently. Yeah. I'll look that up, but I was just looking at the draft again, 2017 draft, right? So the top five picks, all of them have been all-stars except for Nolan Patrick. <laughs> so, you know, Hersher <laughs> went number one on the Devils. And then the defenseman, in you take him, and then you pay him a pro rob and you got the two – Defensive player, defensive studs for the next decade. I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. But they took, but they took Nolan Patrick, and then the next two guys, Mach and Elias, Elias Pedersen. They're both, you know, they're both all stars too. So right. I want to try and find out
2: his who his grandpa is. And I didn't know that. Rich, you know your dad. Yeah, He told me they said they, he said they named some kind of award after him. So I have no idea who it is, but it's interesting fact because uh, Mike says interesting in his Vegas presser. He never said migraine disorder. He called it a concussion. Uh, Sean says they're not done yet either. So I'm yeah, yeah. um, excited. And then of I mean, course, they better Sean not absin- present Lindros 2.0, which yes is essentially, but just not you know.
4: Wait, who's that? That is good. Patrick. Patrick. I Patrick. mean,
2: yeah. that head, really head injury. Lindros was, Lindros was the best yeah. player in the league for a while. Yeah. I think so. he's just going off of head injuries. Yeah. Except, <laughs> Lindros, there, we Lindros, Lindros, there we go. There we go. Except yeah.
0: he Lindros' head injuries were due to dirty hits, though. They weren't like just because, you know, he's got random issues and he's using that as an excuse. That's what I think part of it was, you know? So I, I just looked. Richard it. It says that his dad. Um, played 250 games in the NHL. His grandfather played football as a politician, but his uncle, James Patrick, played 1,300 games in NHL, played for the Stapers and the Stars. And uh, so, like, you know, there's his whole family has basically played in the NHL or played in some type of pro sport in Canada. So, you know, I'm sure that well, th- that's part of it. But, like, ultimately, if a kid can play, he can play. I mean, right. that's, really, oh, yeah.
2: that's really it. Chip wants to know who we think is getting picked by Seattle. I say take Voracek, please. Just yeah. take him. I'll fly well, him out there. It I'll would be nice. It would
0: be nice, but there's a lot of – I mean, you look at some of the names. they got really good names. I mean, I know I know, Don knows some of those names, but the um, – I'm going to find – I'm going to pull it up. But, right
4: now. but Rich, honestly, I, I would rather them take a guy like Ghost and then be able to flip Voracek for Tarasenko. Well, yeah, that
2: would be a beautiful thing too. I'm right. just saying. So, what you, what you do? But we tried to get rid of Ghost. I mean, we cut Ghost last year, and he cleared waivers. So, obviously, right. there's not that much value out there. For
1: yeah, I mean, they're
0: going to have to They're gonna have to take on some money no matter what, right? But there's, right. like, you're looking at some of these players available, and, like, they can build a really good, like, starting – like, there's, like, some high-level defenseman quality on here. Yeah. Like, Ghost would be – you know, you add him as one of your back-end defensemen, that'd be great. But they put him on waivers last year, and nobody wanted him. So, it's like – I mean, yeah, like Tarasenko is on the list of available players. That'd be awesome if we could get him. I mean, all he does is score, basically.
4: Right. He's just gonna he's just gonna light up the score. Like he's gonna be a guy that you can pencil in, you know, you know, five to eight points a week.
0: Yeah, you put him on the line with. They probably put him on the first line
2: with Giroux, and Giroux would just get a ton of assists with him. Right. Which would be a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. we need him. We need him to do. uh to a little more. But and as we also words, need to surround with them with talent. God neck, I'm
0: sorry. In the words of uh big Richard Conroy, the OG Rich Conroy, the Flyers are never gonna be shit until they get rid of Bobby fucking Clark. They're talking about beating the Red Army in 1974. Nobody fucking
2: cares. (laughs) That's all my dad talks about. Bobby Clark and them fucking old jerk-off flyers, all they talk about is beating the Russians, and they don't want to draft any Europeans because he fucking hates them, so we just get slow and dumb Americans. That's literally what my dad says. You know, I used to call
0: Holmgren in the Wawa, and I used to go up to him and say, hey, Paul, how you doing? He's like, hey, how you doing? He's like, hey, one word for you, Paul. European,
2: <laughs> <directly> <laughs> European. I swear to God, he really did. He really did. My dad uh, is very, very embarrassing when it comes to that.
0: Yeah, but That's, he gets. He but gets it's true because he's he's older, OG, and also oh, yeah. your dad's also like six foot two, six foot three, big dude. So people are like, "Oh, whoa," you know.
2: They just listen to him talk, man. <laughs> you you kind of have to at this point. He's just an old delusional man, so you got to listen to what he says. Comes with wrist, with shoulder holes up. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like the Flyers are trying to move in the right direction, but you're still going to have things that are going to hinder you. But we need to make more. We need to do something. We they need should more, have, uh, We need more offense, but exceptionally or especially, we do need more defense because Carter Hart can't stand on his head for, right. for three well, periods. It's, it just gets ridiculous is. watching that defense play. So this yeah, only like, this only helps. Anyway, uh, I, I was lost, I was going to say, man, that's all me. Or it could be all me. But, Nick, I want to move to you anyway. Because that was definitely all me because I cut you off like three times. Uh, I don't have a banner for it. But you brought yeah. up something really interesting about the Nets. So I want you to talk about what's going on with that because that was pretty nuts.
0: All right. So there's a story that came out. I'm going to find the exact day. So it was earlier. I believe it was last week. I don't think this happened yesterday. It might have been yesterday, though, to be honest with you because I was – so I'm just trying to see when the story was posted online. It was posted online. It's posted. So apparently he went on, he went on Dan Lebitard's radio show. This, this reporter names Matt Sullivan. Um, nobody, I never heard of him before, but apparently, like I said, he was writing a book basically about the Nets and it's called, uh, what's it called? We don't really want to care about his book anyway. He was granted permission by the team. So the Nets granted him permission to work with one of their beat writers. Okay? So that means when you're a beat writer, you get to be in practice, after practice, at games, after games, talk to the players, listen to the players. Also, you're going to see front office people. You're going to hear kind of what's going on.
1: Um
0: So I did send you the quick screenshot of basically what happened. Um, so he said that the Nets the nets basically do certain things to avoid the cap with all these players that they signed, and they made that known to the players that they were going to sign, uh, i.e. Blake Griffin, after they signed. They use it as an incentive to try and pull KD and Kyrie there. This is fucking um, insane. Also let James Harden know that this was going to be part of the package when he came over here. So the NBA has a soft cap anyway, right? That's the only reason why the teams are able to si- spend this much money, right? Like I told you, Rich, like Steph Curry's making forty-five million. Like all these guys make ridiculous amounts of money. Yes, um, and they do it because they don't have a hard cap like they do in football right. or even baseball, where they luxury tax penalty yeah. on top of it, and they penalize you every time you're paying over this. So the guy said his direct words on Dan Lebatard's radio show, who doesn't work for ESPN anymore. You guys probably know that. So yes. He said, I spoke with a high-ranking official with the Nets who watches over all the money. And he said, basically, there was a blank check as soon as these guys got here on top of their contracts.
2: That's insane. So he said,
0: whether that's buying a girlfriend or a girlfriend on the side something or getting them a house in California for the week, putting up money for their boys and equipment for random shit, whatever they wanted, the team was totally cool with covering all that at a team expense.
4: That is Um, nuts.
0: So he said, but they had, to do, they had to have some meetings with them because every week it was something new and they had to adjust the numbers. So I think that's what makes the Nets a modern franchise. It's not their fancy facilities, or their defensive schemes. It's that they're willing to put up with this. Basically, the team is run by KD and Kyrie. The management sure. just controls the money and they hand them checks because ultimately the NBA is a player's league. Now, awesome. and this, just like I said to you guys earlier, I think that this is horrible for the NBA because it makes them look so soft, and it lets them, and it basically tells everybody else, players, this is going to keep happening with the super team crap because they're going to be able to do whatever they want. There's no hard cap, and you can circumvent cap with all these luxuries, and tell me, like, it's listen, insane. Rich, Rich, you want to come and play in in, in Brooklyn? Not yes. particularly. I don't really care about Brooklyn. I can go play in Miami where it's tax free. Yeah, but if you come here, I'll buy it, wife, a house. Your wife will never know about your girlfriend because we're gonna pay for her rent for the se- during the season.
2: That is so fucking crazy. And crazy.
0: There there's a new Bentley that came out. Does she want that? She can drive it. No problem. We'll rent it for her. whatever she wants. Um, and then you guys want to have a party there? I'll pay for the party, booze, DJ, whatever you want. We'll pay for it all. Like,
1: how? Can basically, you, how they're can basically you get away telling, with
0: that. They're basically telling the players you come and play here you wear our jersey you play you play these games you get us in the playoffs and you win games um whatever you want we'll pay for it. it's, like it's and these old. guys are making
2: 40 million dollars 30 million they can afford whatever they want imagine going to a franchise and them saying hey we know you got like three girlfriends i know you don't want to play in OKC mm-hmm. we can we can literally buy your hose a house
0: yeah like yep. that is, and you know how Oscar knows how expensive Brooklyn is and New York. Like this stuff is not cheap. So this is a the thing. These players, right? Guys are sneak. Guys, these guys are all snakes when it comes oh, of to course. their personal oh. life with women and yeah, whatever. That. Oh yeah. So now, if they're say he's married and his wife is like his wife, if he's pay, playing here and we're not doing that, his wife can be like, "Why are you spending four grand a month for this uh, apartment in downtown when you come home every night during home games? Who lives there, right?" But if the team's paying for it, she'll never see that money. She'll She'll never see it,
4: right? So it's like, it's it's wild. And like you're talking, like they, like their salaries are forty. Like that doesn't count the tens of millions of dollars that they're making on endorsements and sponsorships. Yep, they get free clothes.
0: They eat for free when they're at the stadiums. They get to work out for free. They get a nutritionist for free. All this stuff is free. Yeah, so then you're giving them free stuff. So then what are you spending
4: five. money on?
0: <laughs> Literally, this all circumvents salary cap. So what's the point of having a salary cap then? There isn't right. Right? then also, like I said, Adam Silver needs to send a message here and say, Hey, I'm aware of this. This is a problem, and this is done. Whether you remember there was an issue with David Stern. Remember the Timberwolves did some type of weird thing a couple years right. ago? He yep. suspended five draft picks from him. they couldn't have five draft picks, ended up getting reduced to three, and now it's David Stern. Who they said was a player's commissioner, got the NBA back on the map. Now, Adam Silver, the players love him. It's because he's soft. I don't think he's gonna do anything.
4: Well, and the other thing is the
0: players run this league. So if we do that, then the players are gonna be unhappy. What do you mean the players are unhappy? They get all guaranteed money, bro. They're making 30-40 million dollars. Joel Embiid's next contract is gonna get close to 50 million dollars a year, fully guaranteed. I don't care how unhappy he is. Play basketball, you want to do shady shit, use your own money.
1: All right, well,
4: and the and the NBA. Will also the, another reason that they will look the other way is because they need Brooklyn to be relevant. They need they Brooklyn and they know to be 10, the 10, super team 10, 10 at the first because, of Famer. because the Knicks right now are not. Yeah. So they need Brooklyn to be relevant. So they can't have Brooklyn not be just. They they need that super team there.
0: Here's the thing. You're correct, but this is this is the reason why the NBA. <laughs> I have an issue with the NBA. They will pick and choose when they want to enforce the rules and when they. don't. Oh, do. of course. Oh, yeah. Right.
2: Absolutely. So they're going to
0: let this slide, but then they hammered us for Sam Hinkie because they gave he gave us
2: Colangelo. They appointed so they, us. Colangelo.
0: But no, listen, Rich. I heard they one didn't of the even
4: other give guys. us. They forced. Them. Yeah, they forced us. One, one of yeah, the other.
0: Report, there's another reporter in the city. I forget who it was, and he said that you have. He spoke with some of these guys that are in. You know, in the head of the NBA and do the voting and stuff. And he said the issue that happened, he said by them letting Sam Hinkie do that and kind of broke down the NBA, like the whole tanking thing and showed that, you know, listen, it does work if you do it right. Um,
4: and not for, not for nothing, but OKC is
3: they're doing, doing, right one, now.
4: Hell, they're doing yep. one hell of a process right now. Yep. I mean, so, they've got 18 first-round picks. And 17 second round picks. Yeah, mainly like, like the picks next six
0: on, years. On our kids. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, insane. it's the, insane. The one sports writer said the only the downfall of that is on top of what they did with forcing us to have the Colangelo family, who, you know, their NBA, they do whatever the NBA wants. I they said it. that the reason why Doc Rivers will never win Coach of the Year, the reason why Joel Embiid will never win MVP, the reason why Ben Simmons will never play the year is because they still hold that against the organization. So they said, "You want Joel LMP to win MVP? We remember the process. He's not going to get my vote."
4: Yeah, I think
0: he's stupid rich, but that's how people are, man. It's well, petty. they're fucking. Well, that's the problem. Baseball well, they're petty. All voters are the same way. They're petty. I had a really. You know what? He gave me a hard time when I asked him a question. I'm not voting for him, bro. Stop. Like that's not how you should. That's not how you should dictate how you run your business. But then, like, <laughs> that's it goes not back how we him.
2: do business. It
0: goes back to the Timberwolves getting no, their no. picks suspended. It goes back to the the frozen envelope. Conspiracy with Patrick Ewing. They wanted to make sure the Knicks got Patrick Ewing. It yep. goes back to the Chris Paul trade when the commissioner stepped in and said the Lakers can't have Chris Paul and play, he yeah. can't play with Kobe. And then they sent him to um, Houston.
3: They yep. sent him to-
0: No, no, they sent him no. to the
2: Clippers. The Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah, he had to end up going to the Clippers. That's yeah. right.
0: Because Oscar. they didn't. Yeah, and then they had, that's when they had Lob City. Yep. The Clippers ended up being good, like, you know, never getting over to Hump. But so it's like they pick and choose the battles they want
2: to fight, right? Gentlemen, mm-hmm. it's nuts. But I want to talk about something else. Sure. I want to talk about are we buying or selling the Phillies? What are we do- like the, the funny thing is DeGrom on the IR or the IL for the foreseeable future. Lindor on the IL for the foreseeable future. The Mets are being the Mets. The Braves
0: are You're just hurt too. You got a lot of people know, hurt.
2: A lot of people hurt. Washington Soto, Scherzer. That's really it. Turner. The Phillies are vying and fighting for first place.
4: They're two games out. Two games I mean, out. We thought like a couple weeks ago when I went back and listened, like we we had them like dead and buried. They should have been. They keep talking been. that way because it worked. Because they,
0: they were It worked. So keep talking about them being dead and buried.
4: been working out. I mean. And part of it is they're, they're obviously still relevant right now because they're playing in the worst division in baseball. But, I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm so starved for re- something something red in September and October. Like, Give them to me. Bye. Bye. To me. bye. This is about- I, I, I want you to go get Kimbrel. I want you to go get Bryant or Marte or Buxton or, like, I want And we're going
0: to have to, we're going to have to eat money because we don't have the prospects. So yeah. we're going to take on money. So, but this, this is, this is the one part that bothers me. Right. Cause didn't I, I don't care. It in ain't year, my money. <laughs> isn't this the thing I said earlier in the year where he said that exactly in the luxury tax. So then now you're going to tell me you're going to spend the luxury tax. You should have just did it in the off season. And we wouldn't be in this predicament. Anyway, we'd be five games, six games, seven games up. So yeah, you don't really have a choice, but to buy now because yeah, you don't want to stay in purgatory. You're not going to sell, obviously, because you see how the teams in the division are going. Um, So, you know what? I saw a crazy stat. It was baseball reference, Rich and Don. They put this stat out about the NL percentages to make the playoffs. Number one was Dodgers, 99.7%. I saw that. Number two was the Giants. Gabe Kapler led Rich's favorite idol. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Mr. Never eats ice cream. Gabe Kapler, yeah, ninety-eight point six percent. The Padres were eighty-six point eight percent, and the Phillies were fourth. Yeah, forty-eight percent. Forty-eight percent. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> well, so because crazy. everybody, everybody else in the NL East has fallen apart. And it it's, and honestly, it, it reminds it me of the schedule a
0: base though, because the Phillies yeah. have the easiest schedule the rest of the season in the NL, which is a fact.
4: And I heard yeah. there's some. Who's, well, we
0: play bad against bad teams usually, so we'll say.
4: Right, we but play down one, to competition. the
0: competition. That's what we do.
4: There's one stretch where the Mets they play like 13 straight games against the Dodgers and Padres. Yeah. So
0: like, that's, there's,
4: that's, a, there's a there's there's a place where like, where where they can Ooh. go and take you know if they can if if they can be four or five games better than the Mets in that stretch. Yeah. You can make a move there. And as bad as this division is, if you can get a closer, I mean they've blown what twenty-three saves. I
0: think they, they already blew more saves than they did percentage-wise last year, which is crazy. They,
4: I mean they had a game earlier this year where they blew a save three different times. Like so if they can get a closer, in my mind, like you, you can you can spin you know I mean, even if you just had five more wins. Yep. Like just five out of that 23. Yeah. So you had still blown 18 games.
0: I mean, they would have won the playoffs last year if they just would have if they're both out a lost, few games. I think was lost yeah. like three less games would have made the playoffs. It's crazy. And yeah, they're we, checking in. I saw Starling Marte, they're checking in on a lot of guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um like they said the Buxton thing. I like Buxton, obviously. He's a really good center fielder, but the twins offered him a seventy million dollar extension. There, it's in his court. They said if he wants yeah. to sign it, we would love to have yeah. him. But if he doesn't sign it, they're going to try and move him. So it's whether he bets on himself and tries. If he if he bets on himself and finishes the year strong, he's going to get more than that anyway. Right. Um, but that's all. It's like we always say, you know, bet on yourself. But I know of all of us. If you put it, if you told me right now, hey, here's it. Here's your contract. You're going to get seventy million dollars guaranteed. It'd be hard to turn it down. Yeah, I'm taking it.
4: I'm well, like I, I mean, that, yeah, but well, I mean, you don't
0: playing in Minnesota. Some people don't like that. I'm a,
4: I'm right. a
2: class of twins fan. I'll
4: I mean, Acuna yeah. was in that same spot, you know, and he took he took the money and he's far outplayed that contract now.
3: Yeah. Oops.
0: <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens though. That you have to. That's why you have to market yourself. Like Otani is only making like three million dollars this year, but he just signed a deal with Fanatics too, the largest individual memorabilia deal ever in baseball where like they're gonna sell like everything uh, hats balls bats with his name on it like autograph like everything and he was already making the most out of every mlb player in the league on endorsements because he's obviously in in asia he's huge right so they're you know it's being smart they're starting to market their players better which is a good thing i mean they should have been doing this a long time a long time ago you know what i mean like they were they wasted what six or seven years of prime Mike Trout, which is a crime? You know they're like, oh, Patis. I'm like, yeah, Mike Trout was doing this a long time ago. Where you guys been? Right, right. Yeah.
4: Did you see the thing where they where they auctioned off the uh, the All Star jerseys? Yeah, and his jersey went for like a hundred and twelve thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, the next close one was like the next close one was like twenty grand 11. or thirty grand something like that. Right. It was wait Mike Trout? No Otani.
4: No, that's I insane. mean, it, it, it's, it's about time, especially those guys on the West coast that a lot of people don't see. So yeah. The, I mean, I, but MLB, if MLB can pick to handle something incorrectly, it's going to nine, be- time, they- nine <laughs> times out of 10, they'll probably do it wrong.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah. crazy though, because like you said, the Western coast, the West coast teams, they don't, they don't really market them, but then like <gasps> they always, they always market the Dodgers. So it's like, I get it. The Dodgers have the name. They just won the world series. They have the roster. But like the Angels have two of the best players in the league on the same team right now, and you're not, you know, you're not like pushing that. I get it. The Dodgers are really good; they're pro- they're a better team, obviously. But like, you tell me, would I rather watch a Dodgers game? Or would I rather watch an Angels game just so I can see Trout and Otani? I'm and watching the Angels game. Yeah, <laughs> Those dudes are both mutants. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, five hundred dollars wow. for a ticket to an Eagles game. Yeah, million years. The Nah, in Vegas, no thanks. Even in else. Vegas? Because you know how much everything else is going to cost in Vegas? Well, so the good
2: thing is... I you think buy the ticket all, and let me know. I'll come. <laughs> Chris, you're buying. <laughs> uh, so what I realized is we have to be buyers at this point. We, we need, like, I need something. Ooh, good play. Oh, and then DD throws it away. And that's what happens. And that's the Phillies. There you go. Error after error <laughs> after error.
0: <laughs> you buy,
4: are you buying Sell. animals?
0: Sell. My buying Hamels, Would he doesn't cost him? me a prospect, right? Can he right. be worse He's than that? can he be worse than than our four and five, you know, our four and five starters? Probably not. No. no, not at all. But like I said, I don't have to give up anything for him. It's just paying him money that's not mine anyway. Sure, go ahead. Right. I just, I. <sighs> if he gives me one or two good starts, Rich. And if he keeps us in games, you know, because you know, you know, Cole knows how to pitch. Oh yeah, of course. You know what I mean? He's gonna pop his fastball. He's gonna throw that change up. He's gonna keep you in games. He's gonna be new Jamie Moore, baby. Let's go.
2: I mean, if you could do what Jamie did. Moore did and lead the Phillies and wins for two straight seasons
3: at the age of us, like forty-seven, at the,
2: at the age of forty-one <laughs> and forty-two, I think I'll be happy with that. But I mean, I think you have to buy at this point. Give me Kimbrel, whatever. I don't care. Boom. Yeah, and that's going to be gone. Yep, and that's the Phillies blowing away. We just league. hit a home run. Uh, that would be Brett Gardner.
4: Brett Gardner. Look at Come that. On, Look at
2: that. Alfanola. Of yep. yep. After Didi threw one away with the guy on third.
4: Yeah. And After Nola came
2: back from my fantasy team and he's being a crumb uh, <laughs> I traded him to Feligno, so I'm happy with that. Um, so Chris writes, Eflin is on the IL. Yep. And two other pitchers in the COVID-19 list. Yeah. Yup. But it's not Ranger Suarez. Who's been our hottest, uh, bullpen guy. Which go is get Kimbrell and then move Ranger He's into right. the
0: rotation. Who cares?
2: Yeah. I mean, you need to get Kimbrell, go get Bryant If you can get Buxton too, I don't care who you're selling at this point because there's nobody there. Just give we'll him some, some more relievers. Everyone. everyone.
4: And no, De Los Santos
2: no. should never see the field again.
0: No. JD hammer singer. should never see the field again.
2: Oh man, the Phillies are so uh, like, like, why do you
0: have JD Hammer up when you have Suarez, Falter, and Alvarado? You don't need you don't need JD Hammer with trying to be Ricky Vaughn. He's not Ricky Vaughn with the glasses. He don't throw hard yeah. enough and he's not good enough.
2: Oh man. I'll just all right. I'm yeah. done talking about the Phillies now. I'm so so angry over this. Like you gotta be kidding me. How do you blow that? How do you blow that?
0: Listen, Rich, as as much as they've won some games and they've scored some runs, watching them play defense is pretty bad.
4: It's so bad. Like Ronald Torres,
0: Torres, I don't want to see him as my everyday third baseman, but he makes plays that he made two plays. The one where he was charging the mound on Jazz Chisholm, and then he made the other one, um, you know, from he made, he turned a double play. Those are two plays that Alcboam doesn't make.
2: No, no, he doesn't. He'll either short uh, – he'll either – yeah. He would have never play. got to the
0: ball that Chisholm. He never would have got to that in time. He would have never got that yeah. out of his cloth.
2: Or he would have threw the ball away that he was charging because yeah, that's probably. just that's just what he does. Right. Uh, so Adam writes, let's just have some fun now, boys. Let's just, um, yeah. How about Aaron Rodgers turning down a five-year extension? We in the high he wants school? out. Yeah, dude. He wants bro. out. He, bro, he like, will, he he will sit about out. No, about dude, He doesn't need the money anymore. No, dude. He doesn't need the money. It's the fact that he doesn't want to play in Green Bay anymore. That, that organization has done nothing for him. They not gave-
0: that, as Go much ahead. as that is rich, he was, um, he made it clear after they drafted Jordan Love and didn't even talk to him about doing it. Like he said, he was blindsided by it. And he said at that moment, basically, he was like, This is gonna be that's my right. last season in Green Bay. I don't trust him, I don't blame him.
2: No, not at all. And, and obviously, and but here's the thing obviously, Green Bay also wants to move on from Aaron Rodgers when they drafted Jordan Love. If that's the guy who they think is the quarterback of their future. Get what you can for Aaron yep. Rodgers instead of him sitting out. Big
0: extension? It's weird, right?
2: It's just because they're just doing it to appease him because they – it would be sign the extension this year. Next year you'll get all this guaranteed money. And then they'll get rid of him anyway, which makes no sense because he's not going to sign an extension right now with them if he only plans to be there for, say, this would be his last year. Because then it's going to make him harder to trade. So who's going to trade for 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers making $55 million a year?
3: I
0: mean, there's a couple of good rosters. And he's still Aaron Rodgers, dude. And if he can play into his 40s like Brady. But
2: no one can afford it, Nick. That's why I they mean, keep throwing. That's, that's why true. they true. But this is the problem. This is why the NFL and Adam Schefter, they keep saying, hey, the Eagles are in the running for Deshaun Watson. They're not looking at it through the perspective of the fans. They're looking at it like next year we have the cap. We have the assets to trade for him. That's why they're bringing it up. They're not bringing it up like the right. Eagles actually want him. They're just saying I mean, it's the would, only QB. It, it's the only option for him. Yeah. There's I no mean,
0: other teams that's, that
3: can afford that's Rogers, I don't like, or have anything think,
0: to give up for. Him. Where do you think Rodgers goes? Because you have if you're a team that's going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, you have to have a good roster.
4: Right, you gotta be that one you gotta be that one piece away.
0: I mean, there's Denver, a couple yeah. could
2: give up, yeah. The, Denver could give up two number ones. And keep keep Drew Locke on his rookie deal, and give him Teddy Bridgewater, just to be a gap for him. Like, who cares? They don't care. They can keep okay. Drew Locke. He's still got three years left.
4: I'm no
0: I'm no, no cap the, person,
4: but I'm looking at like Adam Adam saying the Saints like the Saints it, like they have personnel no wise. That's what I'm saying. They have, they have zero, zero like, catch. Like rosters, roster construction, yes, they are that one piece away from being completely dominant, but they have zero money. They have no money to be able to pay. And that's why the
0: roster is good because it's all spent on their players. Yeah. Correct. That's why the Broncos have cap space and they have a decent young roster. I mean, and you can make probably move- have a better roster and the Raiders, but like, I don't know. It's like, it's a money thing. Do you want to go, what's it going to truly cost? I think now they're going to be able to get get him cheaper than they normally would because he's turned down the extension. Then they're like, "Hey, we know he doesn't want to stay there. Why don't you just take what we're going to give you? You're not going to get more next year. Um, you know, we'll we'll take on his full salary. You don't have to pay anything, and this is what we're about to give you back." So, like, there's teams. I mean, there's teams out there that probably have a quarterback that you're like, he's pretty solid. That would trade for Aaron Rodgers because he's Aaron Rodgers, right? Most you know, talented quarterback that's ever walked on earth. Yeah, like the dude. The dude's ridiculous. So it's like they but, they failed they failed him over again. He's fed up, and he he wants to win another ring. I don't blame him.
4: No, not at all. And I bet you he never thought that when he played in that one Super Bowl,
0: that was that a, would be it. That's like Marino man played in one Super Bowl his whole career, as good as he was. He only got the one Super Bowl,
2: which is crazy. It's just
4: it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that that he's. As good as he is, and as dominant as he is, and the team has struggled as much as it has, but it's not a surprise considering the pieces that they've, yeah, put around them.
0: Yeah, there's no first round, no first round offensive talent except for on the line, like right. Luck into Devonte Adams, who's, you know, going to end right. up being Hall of Famer just because yeah. you know if there's receivers you can get lucky sometimes, but like.
4: What, wasn't it a
0: year? Never, never put a first round talent around him. It's just criminal, man.
4: Wasn't wasn't it? There, there was a tight end who was on the roster at one point. Who was the only first round person, like the only first round player that they drafted? Jermichael Dr. Michael Finley.
0: Maybe, uh, yeah, right. you uh, might be right. It, it, it,
4: it, I think it's Jermichael it, 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 Finley.
0: Man, like, like is, is, is that's guys, that's are is these guys really as good as you think they are, or is Rogers making them that much better? You know what I mean? So like, right. that's part of the argument. It's like, are these guys? Like, you know, you're like, oh, Aaron Jones, is he so good? It was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers plays a big part in how good he is. Same thing with Devontae right. Adams. Jay's good. But Aaron Rodgers is making throws that
2: not, not, only what? Maybe Patrick Mahomes can make? Aaron Rodgers would have been better, too, at the end of the season if MVS didn't drop, like, seven touchdown passes. He's on my fantasy team. That there hit and him in the, the chest for, like, 50 yards or deeper, <laughs> yeah. like, which was insane. This, I saw him in the one game. I think it was, like, not consecutive, but first down threw him the ball, was like 60 yards, hit him in the chest, dropped it. Second down, they ran the ball, got three yards, went back to him, hit him in the chest again, dropped it. And it would have been two touchdowns with over 60 yards. And then he wound up catching two touchdowns for like 100. It was the game where he had two touchdowns for like three catches for like 120 yards. Like imagine if he caught the other two. Aaron Rodgers would have had such a better year. Like Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented arms ever to play the game and for him to be right now surrounded with Devonte adams and a bunch of other guys who can't catch the ball it's insane and he's,
3: and he's
0: still playing yeah, like time their top. roster you look at their roster it's really like on offense they have a pretty good offensive line but their roster is really not that good man
3: no, no they're not like on
0: offense it's literally yeah you have a number one receiver maybe a top top three receiver in the league you have a a good RB one, but he's not Christian McCaffrey. He's not Alvin Kamara. He's not Dalvin Cook. And then
2: they draft AJ Dillon. Yeah, they draft AJ Dillon in the second round. Like, why would you draft a running back in the second round? You, I thought and they then sign Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones, and then they
0: re-signed Aaron Jones. Yep. Right.
2: Like they are just. Like, I get it.
0: You want to play. You want to play physical ball, but like you need to use your All Pro MVP quarterback. It's not really rich. It's not even just his arm. His pocket manipulation is incredible, too. The way he just oh, slides okay. side to side, and he tells – and he can make – that's what I'm saying, like the throws that he makes off angles and stuff like that. The, the only the person that ever does that is Mahomes. Oh, yeah. So it's like the what, the dude's ridiculous. So well,
3: there, could be, there could
0: be – there's going to be end up being like a sleeper team that will be like has a good roster, their quarterback's decent. You're like, oh, this team's pretty good, but if they – you know, is their quarterback going to be good enough? And then you're like, well, what team is that? You know, it's so like, I don't know. What,
4: Nick, what about a team like Tennessee? I mean, like, like – They I mean, signed yeah. Tannehill, sir, big extension. I, I know they got – I, I know that, but I'm saying like – like,
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Don, like, they're, they're, right a, like, their roster is good, but do they think that Tannehill can beat Mahomes in a playoff game? You know what I mean? But right, but really does, think about
2: it. But you have to look at does Green Bay want Tannehill in return? doesn't matter at this point.
4: Right. They're 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 gonna have to take something because they're gonna at some point they're gonna walk away with nothing.
2: You
0: mean to tell me that Tannehill and a first round pick is not it's it's probably a better offer than some other teams are that's better than the Broncos two first round picks, probably. Because at right. least with Tannehill, you could still make the playoffs. They're probably still the yeah. best team in that division with because right. he's good yeah. enough. You know what I mean? He's not he's not Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but he's better than a lot of these other bums in the league that are start quarterbacks. If Aaron he's Rodgers better than Daniel Jones Rich. Who, oh, uh,
2: <laughs> who Hills better than well, the Giants? Guys. That's what I'm saying. Like the oh, Giants yeah. could get yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Can you imagine him in New York, bro? They have, they're, they're up against it too. They but can't afford it. the roster's good and they could move some pieces. They'd have to move a lot of pieces. They, to have, get
0: they have good wide receivers. They got some talent. Like And they'd have to give them like, one of those wide that's receivers. The type of thing that, like, that's the type of thing that could happen. And then if the Giants do that, then if you're the Eagles, you're almost forced to go get Deshaun Watson.
4: You have to. And then you're point. like,
0: we can't, we can't beat Aaron Rodgers with Jalen Hurts. We can beat him with Deshaun Watson.
4: I, I, I honestly think that they're, they're kind of, they're, they're waiting for that whole. Clear. They're waiting for that mess to clear. They're no. waiting for 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 them to be able to know. But he's also he, not going to.
2: He's also not going to cost tip top price. Because no matter what's going to happen, he's going to get six games. He's going to appeal, get four. He's well, he he's out. not going to cost three first round picks. And he, he might cost you a first round pick yeah. to go get, but you have to take and Jay, on that salary. They can have Jalen Hurts back too. Yeah,
0: and Rich, it's because he publicly said before he wanted out. Like he he's well, made that I'm clear. So there's they have no like obviously the team has leverage because they can still control whether because he's under contract, right? So it's like we can still find you. We can still do this and that if we want to, but. Denver okay. has Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke,
2: Chris. Yes.
0: So they have yeah. two quarterbacks. We've talked about just because they, people think that that's their one missing piece. Now, I don't yeah. know if that
2: – Drew Locke was just terrible last year. It's like, like that's the only missing piece,
0: they're in a good division too. So it's like the Chargers are good. The Raiders are decent. The right. the Chiefs are the Chiefs. So it's like yeah. the Broncos probably have to compete like by getting a quarterback. But is the cost going to outweigh the long term there? Because the Chargers are probably going to have Herbert for, what, the next 15 years? Yeah, it's like we get have stunned. we have and Mahomes, they got Mahomes for the next what 15 years. So it's like, they need to hit on is it worth us going to get a 38-year-old, 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers now yeah. and hope that we can win the division. Now you're you're that market, you know, they win, they won Super bowl so they probably think that hey, we need to do that, but it's like the problem
2: offense is terrifying if they have a quarterback. If Aaron Rodgers is there and he sling into Sutton, to Jerry, Jerry Judy, Judy, Jerry Judy, no Noah yeah. Fant, AJ Hamler. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. Yep, and they, they got, got a, a good defense, got, too. And they have a good defense. That's a, that's a yeah, scary yeah. offense to give Aaron Rodgers some guys who And can he's playing in separation. a air. The ball will probably go even farther. probably throw an eighty yard dime. He just flicks the ball. Just a flick of the wrist. I
4: mean, they they the you know I don't, they, they definitely don't have the assets that the Eagles do in the in the three first round picks, but they probably are a team that'll that'll be talked about for Deshaun Watson.
2: But these guys also yeah. like here's my whole thing. Like Don, like you're saying, you're exactly right. But I love when Schefter always says, oh, well the, the, the eat or the Eagles have the, the picks and they have the cap room. Yes, we have the cap room, but they're these guys who want out, who are publicly not happy, are not going to demand the price that they would get. No, they're not. You're not. So we could end up keeping two of our first round picks. We could end up keeping three of our first round picks because If we're taking on Deshaun Watson, we're taking on his baggage, his suspensions, his $45 million. You think we're going to give you two first-round picks or one first-round picks? Maybe two seconds and a third because you're not going to get – these guys aren't going to get tip-top value. You're players who don't want to play there anymore or players who might have a questionable stuff. Hey, Rich, That's what you do I'm with saying. Deshaun
0: Watson is you just floated as, look, we'll give you Jalen Hurts. We'll give you a, like, you know, a second or third that round pick this year. And then next year, we'll give you a first because if you get Deshaun Watson, you're going to be a playoff team. That first is in the right. 20s now instead, and it's right. less valuable to you, but it's still a first-round pick to them. But then this that means next draft, you still keep your three first rounds. If you have to trade a first-round pick this year trade, yeah. you know to get Deshaun Watson, if that sets your team up with a co- quarterback under contract, He's elite talent, talent level wise. You know, you already are building the roster to compete, right? In the division. Like this division is still a division that they could win if they get elite quarterback play. So
4: – I mean, he's, he's top five in the league when he's, on, when he's on, and he instantly becomes the best quarterback in this division.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they still need another cornerback though.
4: Yeah. I mean, Steve, I like, heard
2: Xavier Howard's very unhappy, and they said –
0: yeah, but they need to pay him. He's making thirteen this year, fourteen the year after, thirteen, and then twelve million. He's signed for like the next four years, and he's twenty nine. So, keep that in mind. I thought I he mean, was younger than
2: that. I thought he was like twenty six, yeah, like twenty
0: eight, or twenty nine. I think, yeah. Uh, no, now Stephen Nelson's available. Stephen Nelson's a good guy you can go sign right now. But then the Stevie issue. Stephen
4: He said he was going to make. He's making his decision in the next couple of days.
0: There's eight million dollars. That is just sitting, waiting to be traded, and the Eagles are doing nothing.
2: Well, of course they are. Cause that's the Eagles. they sat on their
0: hands for too long. Now they're not going to get anything for him.
2: Should think... Zach for the Super
0: Bowl, man. I told you that, Rich.
2: Well, I think we all said that. I've never, been never, guy. never
0: higher, they no yak, Zach Ertz never hire, but they get I'm not the Zach Ertz guy. Idea. No, I
2: know. I knew, Zach, I knew what Zach Ertz was. He was an overrated. Two yard pass catcher. Guy's afraid to go across the middle, has no toughness. And it showed on that one play where there was nobody around him. He caught yep. the ball and he rolled and only got five <laughs> yards when he could have stayed on his feet and ran for 45 yards in a touchdown. I know what Zach Ertz is, and I don't yep. want him. Like I did, not yeah, like you said, after the Super Bowl, I didn't want him. Thank you for what you did. You, Alshon, and you should have never signed to Sean. You all should have been gone at that moment.
0: Yep, they Sorry. got nostalgia. They gave out thank you contracts and they wanted mm-hmm. to keep these guys around. And yeah, I think Ertz had a really good year of the year after. Great. Dallas, that all that did was I think that hurt Dallas Goddard's growth too, though. Because you draft it. him to come in. He's more athletic. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's faster. Okay, he doesn't have the short hands, but that's because he's actually running real routes. He's running go routes across the middle. He's taking hits. Like You watch these guys like Darren Waller and George Kittle break tackles across the middle. I don't think Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz has ever done that in his life.
2: You see Darren Waller running down the middle of the field catching the ball one-handed and out outrunning yeah. a, a safety. That's what you're going to see safety. Kyle Pitts do
4: this year, too. Yeah, you're going to see Kyle Pitts do that.
2: Yeah, he's going to do a lot of crazy shit. But uh, on to the um, – what was it? The uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with the Eagles. Everybody being up in arms over the banner. Oh, Jesus Like, if you were, if you, like, I, I tweeted from our account, if you were mad over a banner, I feel sorry for you. It's Nick Foles's hands holding up the banner or holding up the Super Bowl trophy. It's indignant to us winning the Super Bowl. It has nothing to do with glorify Like, people are so fucking <sighs> pathetic. Our fan base is so soft and pathetic when it comes to pictures and banners and statues like shut the fuck up it's a banner of the Lombardi That's trophy it. that we won in 2017 stop I, yeah. stop like I, I saw it and I was like there's a statue in Nick it out front of
0: the building what do you care about this p- banner for yeah. who
4: like who cares like I, I just I didn't get it I saw it and it was literally like at, at one point I had to just like close it all down because I'm like it's like one after another after another. People like putting it up there. I'm like, what? Like, who cares? It Like, yeah, it's cool. Gonna remember, are gonna like, like, are you going to put up a picture of Jason Kelsey in a mummer's costume outside of no. like out front of the or art museum? No. You put are up you, a planner, like,
0: Jason Kelsey just for him to retire at the end of the year and then you got to replace it again?
4: Right. Like, you put it up there. Like, <laughs> this, is the, this is their easy way of a long-term solution for something that – they're not gonna ever have to replace it if they don't want to. Yeah, that, that banner can be up there and stay up there, and people will be happy and they'll pull their cars over on 95 and take pictures of it. And like they'll be like that that was the easiest, simplest long-term solution for the Eagles. But people wanna read into every single nuance of every little thing. Get over it.
2: Agreed. Uh gentlemen, it has come time for our favorite segment. Our closing remarks, our final thoughts. My internet is being so goofy, so I have to I have to end this because I'm lagging like a mofo. So we are going to have to end this. Oscar, since you said two words and you're wearing a Knicks jersey because you're irrelevant, it's your turn to speak first. Uh, so <laughs> um,
3: let's see, final thoughts, final thoughts. Um, since we were talking about it earlier, I guess, um Don asked me about why I love or what I got into Formula One and I literally just got into it over quarantine. Um if you like excitement and like just like trash talking, it's almost kind of like UFC on a track while racing cars. It's like just like they respect each other and not like not to the fact that they're disrespecting everybody. But, like they do petty ass shit, and it's so funny, like this weekend, like uh Lewis Hamilton essentially created an accident that was really dangerous, but he just did it because he wanted to win, like <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck? um now, yeah, formula one is is that sport. it's freaking crazy. Big bang too, don't they? Oh, yeah, it's very expensive, like I mean, the millions and millions of dollars they pour into these cars.
0: Lewis you know? Hamilton only dates like models too.
3: Yeah. I mean it's crazy. It's and like you learn like I guess you could learn more about like if you're into it, I guess, like the mechanics of the car when it comes to like auto design, aerodynamics, when it comes to the engines and basically anything mechanical between turning
1: oh, that's and nuts,
3: dude. Don't they go like they're going like almost three hundred miles an hour, right? Yeah, it's above like two hundred, definitely. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And just I I, I couldn't imagine going down a turn going that fast.
0: Yeah, like you turn your wheel just a little bit too much and you're just and the whole car flips and yeah, eye, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. That's nuts. pretty intense. I'll, I'll give it that. I'd rather rather watch that than some other stuff that they show on TV, man. That's for sure. <laughs>
2: I'd rather watch that than NASCAR all day. Don. <laughs> you say, yeah, NASCAR. Lean <laughs> to the left. Lead three to, hour, left. Three,
3: three to
2: the hour left.
4: Term.
2: I um don't I would get seasick before I got drunk at that thing, Jesus.
4: So I, my, so I saw something super cool this week. Um, I saw this little clip on the news. I can't remember where I saw it, but it's a company. They're called it's called the Air Company, but they make vodka from carbon dioxide that's captured in the air. It's what? this crazy. It, it's it's.
0: I'm
3: interested. It's I am interested.
4: crazy so they you had me they, at air they, so that cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it removes so in order for them to make this process happen they remove carbon dioxide from the air it removed for each bottle that they make it removes a pound of carbon dioxide meanwhile when you make a regular bottle of alcohol it like adds 20 pounds of carbon dioxide it's like it got me on like some whole other crazy scientific level, but I just thought it was just it's just fucking cool that they're this making f- that they're making vodka from carbon dioxide that they're capturing just in the air. Just crazy shit.
3: I wonder if it's like harmful for you, you know, like how carbon dioxide is bad <laughs> for you. Like you're just like you're you're not you're poisoning yourself with alcohol, but you're poisoning yourself now with carbon dioxide and you're is mean,
0: already pretty bad for you, so yeah.
3: yeah.
4: Well and The the tail end of it is that what they're hoping is that it becomes part of the process that if they're going to Mars and they're going to habitate Mars and there, it would be a way that they could create that process and make renewable fuel on Mars. Hmm. So there's like all these different connections back to other stuff. So you see, just just crazy stuff.
0: That's the science teacher, and he's looking on a way to report that in his class this year. Keep the kids interested. You got it. <laughs> All right, guys. You're we're making vodka. make vodka in class.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, class. All right, you guys. guys we're we're... Get <laughs> um, out the beakers. Uh,
2: Mr. Seaway needs a little swig of the, the the happy juice before third period. <laughs> we got this going. Listen, Next, Don, we... I
0: saw a really good uh, a really good tip. There was, they said, uh, it was like a thing about like teacher's advice that that stuck with him, and the guy was like. Yeah, my one English teacher used to walk down the hallway in the morning when class was starting with an empty coffee cup. He would just go, hot coffee, hot coffee. Everybody would get out of his way. He said, he just, and it worked every time for four years. He said, everybody would part, part the scene. He would have a hallway free. Hot coffee, hot coffee. I love it. Are you doing your drunk on broad, mode, Just through the hallway. <laughs> hot, coffee,
4: hot coffee. And that's like, You know what's crazy? is like that, That when, when the kids come back, that's the stuff they remember. They remember oh, like if I yeah. tell them like the horrible corny dad joke, yeah, they'll never like the the science stuff. That's yeah. that's all semantic stuff. Like they'll remember like that like those, yeah, those anecdotal that. things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, they'll remember if you teach them how to make vodka. Uh, Don, I'll remember if you teach me how to make vodka. I'm Rich is gonna be like, hey guys, we have a special guest. Rich is going to be like in the classroom, zooming in the back, watching the kids make vodka, learning. It, like interactive. I
2: have, a, I have a badge. I have a. He's badge. in eighth grade.
0: Yeah, he's a little bit adult. He's, got like know.
2: he's bald and smells he's weird. A, he's it's a, the vodka. It's he's a the trans person. I'm, 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 I'm from Russia. I'm from Russia. I eighth grade Chernobyl did my hair bad. We have beards when we're nine. <laughs> Walton led on to me. Beat Bobby Clark. Russian, tennis player coming back. Uh, the Russian player. table tennis. Oh, I yeah. got to get that video for you guys. Such a great video. Nick, what are your final
0: thoughts? Uh, I just wanted to say we had, we had a really good time at your wedding on Friday. Pretty good. Nice little fun. party. Nice little me and Oscar were the only ones wearing pants at the whole wedding. <laughs> um, Both <laughs> just <laughs> dripping sweat. So the big homies with big sweats. That's it.
3: Exactly, we ain't, we ain't afraid of no sweat. Nah, Nick,
0: man, we need we need more sweat than everybody else does. You know, mm-hmm. Just, you know, I, had like three, I still had like three plates of food though. So he did,
2: and Nick gave a great speech. Nick's speech was great, pretty good. It was really good. Did. It was it was a really good speech. That's um, awesome.
0: Talk about how much I hate Rich. Actually, secretly, we all hate him. Awesome.
2: <laughs> I, Oscar tried to stab me with a knife. I it, did. Was, it was it was nice. It was very flattering. I mean, it's
3: a Mexican thing to do a wedding. I don't have a gun. To <laughs> What, what it's,
2: it's
0: what we do in Tequila, Mexico.
3: Don't worry about it. like, <laughs> awesome What happened
0: to you? I got stabbed in the rib by my
2: Mexican friend. I was getting married. Oh, that's normal. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're the third one. Go sit next to Paco and Jorge. You'll be okay. <laughs> Everything's fine. Oh, uh, so my final thoughts. Well, I'm in a best ball draft in one minute. Thank you, Yahoo, for putting this on now. And I have third pick. So I'm probably going to take Derek Henry, but I really don't want to. So I'm probably going to take Kamara. My final thoughts, That's I, I really don't have any. That's pretty much it. Rich has a
0: fourth pick in our fantasy draft. Who are you taking, Rich, with fourth pick?
2: <sighs> I don't know. I have man. third pick, so tell me yeah, who you want I fourth I
0: not to take for you.
2: So most likely, if I'm not taking – I don't want Derek Henry. I'm probably going to go Travis Kelsey. Not going to lie. Probably Travis Kelsey.
0: The if, thing with Rich is that it sounds crazy, but he would do something like that, and it would work out for him. Because he always used to draft double tight ends. He used to draft, used to draft Dallas Clark. Yep. And nice. then who was the other one he used to draft? Jason Witten. That's right. Jason Witten and Dallas Clark when they were both in their primes. 90 he catches. Like, he would get like 22 every week from both of them because they both have nine or 10 catches every week.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, those were the good that's days.
0: That's why Rich always does leagues where you can have super flex and you can play two tight ends.
2: You have to. Chris, oh, are we going to watch the Olympics open ceremony? Uh, no, I don't no. watch the Olympics. I really could care less.
0: I only watch the Olympics understand. when I get
2: to watch them. uh Like
0: the, base, I mean, the baseball, baseball team. Okay,
4: I'll turn it on. I mean, my kid, my kids will watch it. Like we'll watch it. There's certain on. ones that I think are kind I, of
0: corny, but there's some good ones.
2: I did okay, when I was so, younger, and I can't watch it anymore.
4: It's, so it's, the it's, one, the one important. that that I found, I guess the last I just found it at like some random time. European handball.
2: Ooh,
4: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Heard about European handball is like it's a it's like the, the ball is like kind of like a volleyball, but it's like the size of like a softball. But there's like a three point line that you can like run and jump behind and throw into like a net that's like a third the size of a soccer goal. So hey, it's and a game
0: that you'd play with like your little brother in your basement when you were kids and they just correct. made the real game.
4: It's like a combination really, of like good stuff. S- soccer, basketball, and dodgeball. It's it's pretty cool.
0: We need to make but, some drinking games that Rich is really good at Olympic sports. Can jam should be in the Olympics. It's a good game. Um Bago or I what do they go. call it? That's what they corn, call it. Corn, Cornhole. Cornhole should be in Olympics. I watched Cornhole one time on ESPN the wife. Those dudes like, are insane. Are you watching they, Cornhole right now? And I said, Yeah, these dudes are they put the beanbag wherever they want, bro. That's they, they just
4: they they had the national championship on Fourth of July. It was in Valley Forge. I saw it. Was at know, the Valley you know, Forge, yeah, Valley casino.
0: Why didn't you go, Don? Come on, man! You should have spectated it. You should have put a booth I didn't, up there with a got some interviews. <laughs> Don't let us I'm down, sitting, Don.
4: I'm sitting there at the at the end of the night on Fourth of July, and I'm like, this is the only thing on.
2: Probably. Yeah, <laughs> the worst true. thing to watch. It was in- wild, though. Uh gentlemen, I would like to thank you all. This has been fun. It's always a good time. Until next week, uh, as we say on the the ending of Drunk on Broad, Fox by Gaskin, and <laughs> let's just have a good week, Philly. Peace out. Be good.